this was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast. And spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge, and I blowed his head off. Feel something pulling at my leg, and I look over, and there are two small gray entities pulling at me, and they're literally—I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reach my hand into this bush, and I touch air. Couldn't breathe, and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I am your host, Tony Merkel. Thank you for being here. If you've had an encounter or a story you'd like to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. If you want more shows every week on Thursdays, we release a bonus show to members only on the website. So if you want more of The Confessionals on a weekly basis, just go to theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the join button and become a member today. And friends, we got a crazy crazy show for you today. And if this show doesn't get you prepared, I don't know what will. We offer preparedness food at preparewiththeconfessionals.com. That's preparewiththeconfessionals.com. There you can get emergency supplies that will last you up to 25 years shelf life. If you get a four-week supply, we'll knock $100 off for you right there on the spot. There's tons of stuff on that website. Go ahead and check it out right now at preparewiththeconfessionals.com. Now we're calling all internet sleuths today. We're calling all internet sleuths. We have the Hollow Sky podcast guys on Kyle and Steve, and they have some crazy, crazy, crazy paranormal conspiratorial stuff going on with their show. And I know right now everybody's saying, wait, did he just say conspiratorial? I thought he said he was done doing conspiracies. A lot of people misunderstood what I was saying. What I meant when I said I wasn't doing any more conspiracies on the show was that I'm not going to take what's going on in the world right now today and project it as to what's coming down the road in the future. That kind of stuff is not going to be on the show. It's going to be on my other show that I'm starting. I started my own radio station. It's called Rage Radio and I'm going to have a show on there called Rage Against Dystopia and other people's shows will be on there too pertaining to the real world that we're living in and where it's freaking going. But that's not what I was talking about with this show. I'm still going to do Men in Black kind of things, MK Ultra, and today's show is along those lines. Not MK Ultra, not Men in Black, but they have some crazy experiences going on with their podcast right now. It is a live 
active situation. And you're going to hear me get tripped out during this episode because I was tripping. I didn't know what I was getting involved in. A listener of both our shows contacted me and said, you might want to talk to those guys. We got some crazy stuff going on. I reached out to them and asked them if they wanted to come on and talk about some of the crazy things that are happening with their show. They said, yes, here we are. We recorded it. I had no idea how deep this rabbit hole was going to go, but you're going to hear it all today. And then we do a second half of the show. So this first half is for you guys. And then we're going to do a second half for the overtime segment on the website for members where we're going to go into their paranormal experiences. And that itself is bonkers. We're talking about aliens, alien abductions, wild, crazy dogs that are crawling on roofs and slamming the doors trying to get into their house. It was a bananas overtime segment as well. And it's all ready to go right now there for you on the membership website in the overtime segment. Now, we're going to get to these guys in a second, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a trailer for the overtime segment so you hear one of the stories that we're getting into. Crazy experiences, crazy talking with these guys. They're awesome, they're easy to talk to, and they're easy to listen to. Let's get to the trailer and then this episode right now. look over and there's this big black dog at the front of my house and I'm like well, that's interesting so I try walking up to it and it because it looked kind of like a black lab I mean it was dark out but it reminded me of a black lab and labs are typically pretty friendly animals walked up to it and it started to growl at me so I was like all right well I'm gonna go ahead and go inside not I'm not dealing with this dog I go inside, look out the kitchen window, which is probably eight feet off the ground, and I don't see the dog out there. So I'm thinking, all right, well, it must have left. And it wasn't two seconds after that, the dog, its head was in that window. It had jumped up into the window, and it like snapped at me. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Like, I've never seen anything like this. So I, I just kind of brush it off. I see the dog walk in front of the garage to around the house. I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's leaving. So this is going to show my age. I jump on MSN Messenger, start talking with my girlfriend, chatting her up, you know. And my mom's in the same room. She's sleeping on the couch. Well, all of a sudden, I start hearing pitter-patters on the roof, running across the roof. And I, you can, I mean, if my wife was here, she could finish the story for me. I'm sitting there on MSN Messenger and I, I message her and I say, I think somebody's trying to break into my house. And she's like, what? Are you serious? I'm like, I can hear someone running on the roof. And so I try waking my mom up. My mom's like, you're nuts. Go to bed. So I'm like, great. Now I got to deal with this myself. I hear it a couple more times and then it stops. So I'm like, whatever. You know, I'm messaging her and I'm like, you know what? This is just too stressful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to bed. Well, as I I get off there, start walking down to my bedroom, and I start hearing this loud banging, like boom, 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 boom. And right before my bedroom, there was a little offshoot of the hallway that we called the utility room. I had the washer and dryer in there, 
uh, a single bathroom and then a door that led outside. And whatever it was was beating on that door. It was just going boom, 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 boom. And I stood there and looked at that door and was utterly terrified. And it seemed like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to my bedroom. Walked into my bedroom. And then all of a sudden the banging started underneath the window. Boom, 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 boom. All right, today we got Kyle and Steve from the Hollow Sky Podcast. We got the Hollow Sky Guys. What's you up? got it. How you guys doing? What's going on? Hey, we're doing good. We're great. Glad to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Listen, uh, you guys, first of all, I want to tell you, I was looking at your website, very clean looking. I like it. And your logo, very simple. I like it a lot. Did you guys make Thank that you. yourself or what? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yep. Well... It's awesome. It just, it has just that, I, I don't know. It has a certain aesthetic to it that I'm just like, <laughs> it's simple. It's simple uh, and I like it. Uh, that's how I like it, man. That's how I like I just got done designing Patreon shirts and that's how I like it. Just nice, simple, one color, nice and clean. Clean is a that's, great word. It, yes. it, that's, that's how it's very clean. Uh, it makes me feel very, um, ready for some kind of twilight zone crap happening in my life you know well you're and, gonna get it that's yeah what we're going for. And, and that's what we got tonight so uh <laughs> listen fellas uh how this all came about was i know you guys follow me especially on instagram because i'm pretty much active on instagram only uh as far as doing interaction and i see you guys pop in on the live videos things like that and i'm calling your freaking podcast holoski podcast <laughs> listen listen i i'm telling you straight up the reason why that happens is because so many people have weird looking names. And so when you're reading people's names in the chat, as they comment things to kind of engage with the audience, I just am so used to reading everything as one word, just boom, hollow sky was Holoski. And I think yeah. you even correct me a couple of times. And I'm like, yeah, I did. Holoski it is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, Tony. I actually spelled out hollow and then sky, and then you still mispronounced it. And I'm like, okay, you got it. With it. Yeah, listen, you got listen, it. Listen, you, everybody really grossly overestimates my, my bandwidth in my brain. So, like, but, um, so you guys pop in there a lot and I had a listener, uh, reach out to me and they said that you need to check out the hollow sky podcast. They have some really crazy stuff going on and they, and they described it to me as basically like there was some kind of conspiracy going on with your show. And I went over to your show and I, I, I started tapping around it, but I, I really couldn't find what they were talking about. So I just reached right out to you and I was like, what's going on? And you're yeah. like, dude, there's crazy stuff going on. And I'm like, you want to talk about it? Let's do this. You know? And so here we are. Here we are. So what, here I, we are. what I want is I don't care who talks first or how you want to do it. Uh, but I want you guys to start straight up from the beginning. Uh, your podcast, what you guys typically do on your podcast, how did you get involved with this and what? how did this all unfold? Just take it away, fellas. Go for it, Steve. Yeah. So, I mean, we pretty much just pick a paranormal topic and then we talk about it. That's That's kind of the premise of our show. We also feature like listener call-ins and talk about that. And we got a pretty small media presence, so we just do it for fun, you know, just 
as is. So I was looking up a topic one day and I came across these flyers that were popping up on Reddit that people have been talking about these, these dream flyers. And I'm like, well, that could be kind of cool. You know, I'll look into that. So as I was looking, there was one that was pretty fresh that had just popped up that had been found in Austin. So I'm like, I'm going to do a show on this. I'll buy a burner phone. We'll call all these weird numbers. We'll just, just make a run with it. So we, so hold on a second. These dream flyers have what random numbers on them? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And phone so, numbers. So the point of a dream flyer, because I've never heard of a dream flyer. Uh, you, what do you just call the numbers and see what happens? No. Uh, well, I've got the them flyer, pulled up. I can read. Yeah. I can read them for you if okay. you'd like. Gotcha. Please, because I'm clueless. I, this probably the audience is like, you don't know what a dream flyer is. No, I know what no. a dream, I know what a dream catcher is. Is that the same thing? <laughs> you know, so. Dude, I was I was in the same boat when he presented this to me. He's like, I look at these flyers I found on Reddit and look at the questions they're asking. And I'm like, we got to talk about it. Like, this is, I've never seen anything like this before. All right. So one of the first ones is called the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. And the flyer says, have you been having strange dreams? The Willamette Valley Dream Survey is investigating a recent spike in bizarre, unexplainable dreams. If you have been experiencing any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. Please call this number. So you call it. It gives this uh, voicemail, just recant your dream. And then that was that. So as I'm digging, I find a second one. It is the Happy Valley Dream Survey. Dig into that. I call it, have you been having strange dreams? The Happy Valley Dream Survey is investigating a recent spike in bizarre and unexplainable dreams. If you've been experiencing any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. And it's a different number. So we called that one on the show live. That one. It, it's different than the first one. And I think we got a text back from the number almost immediately. Thank you for contacting the Happy Valley Dream Survey. We would like to have further contact. Uh, reiterating your dream. Whenever they ask for your dreams, I just kind of just made up stuff as I went just to try to kind of like yeah. bait them in there, you know. But they never text me back. Didn't think anything of it. Enter the third dream flyer. This one says, Strange. See something, say something. If you remember things differently from how it was, have ever found repeating numbers or words, have experienced deja vu or miracles, know the existence of any greater entity, have good, bad, or any luck of any kind, hear voices that will never be real, see things that should not be, have a distrust of mirrors, or are drawn to caverns, please contact this number. So that one is way different. Yeah, that's way different, but it also described pretty much every human being on Earth. There, and there's something in there that that for everybody, pretty much. So we we have this this listener, listener, and he kind of keeps track of what we do. He likes to remain anonymous. I sent him the flyer, and he's like, everything they post in there pretty much ticks every box on a schizophrenia like checklist. Like if you're going to diagnose schizophrenics, a lot of these are very similar. So I'm like, well, that's pretty weird. You know, like why are they trying to garner to this uh, demographic? So I call the number and I leave this dream about being in a cave or just, just pretty much everything that they said just to see if I could get a response. And sure enough, they sent us back. We actually have a uh, recording of the voicemail that you receive when you call the number. I'm not going to put the number out because we're not really sure what is going on exactly. 
but we will play. This is the voicemail that you'll get whenever you call the number. That's creepy. Yeah. A little bit. That was kind of my uh, take on it as well. All right. So that phone call that you got, was that to the burner phone? You're doing all this on the burner phone? Yes. Okay. That that was us contacting the number. We didn't get that call. That That's you. their voicemail. Okay. So you were just smart enough to record that and have that. Yeah. Available. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Awesome. From there, they, they send us a text message to the burner phone. And it's... Egress Industries is in search of interesting occurrences through research and understand. We are a curious team. Would you like to f- tell us how you found us? So I'm like, all right, we found you from a flyer. And I'm like, can you tell me more about what Egress Industries is? And they basically repeat the same thing. So as we're going along, there's a little bit of correspondence and it kind of tapers off after about three weeks, you know, and we kind of just walk away from it. Come December, we get a message on Reddit. And Reddit's like, hey, there is a YouTuber that's looking into the same flyers that you're looking into, and he's having some crazy stuff go on. So I'm like, all right, that's weird. So they give me this guy's information, and I contact him. And we do a voice call, and we're talking, and he's he's telling us that like he contacted this, this Egress Industries, and... They're triangulating his phone and they're hacking his phone and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, that's that's wild. Do you want to come on the show? And we'll do an interview. So we get we get Bob, that's this guy's name. We get him on the show. And we're called like we we sat like like we did and we talked for probably two hours just just shooting it, you know. And then we start recording. And we're talking about our experiences with Egress and all this other stuff. And all of a sudden, he's like, you're not going to believe what I just got. I'm like, what are you talking about? He sends me a screenshot. And from the egress number, he gets a a text message that says, tell Hollow Sky hello. No way. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, it freaked us out. Kyle Kyle was about to lose it. And so, so his, he had a screenshot. Yeah, we have it of the number texting him to say hello to hollow sky. Yeah. yeah. While you guys were talking. Yeah. Why were we, why we were recording the episode? Wow. And then like Steve mentioned, he was recorded. This guy that we were interviewing was recording a documentary in Kentucky and he was in the middle of nowhere and he had his GPS coordinates texted to his phone from this number. Which, I mean, depending on where you're at, seems illegal to be able to... Yeah. I mean, we're not going to worry about trying to justify what's legal and what's not here. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like we, we all agree that there are high <laughs> powers in this world that don't give a crap about following the laws <laughs> that work. Right. Rules for thee, not for me. Right? So, right. Exactly, uh, exactly. Okay. C- content- I'm, I'm nervous talking to you guys right now. Awesome. Uh, so, <laughs> and I like it. 
another thing that with this Redditor who contacted Steve to get in contact with Bob, this same Redditor was doing the same thing to Bob, messaging him about us. Try, it was almost like it was trying to put us together. And as the story starts to unfold, you know, we start trying to come up with theories on what could actually be going on. And Steve went, he didn't necessarily go down this road first, but he started to bring up, he's like, I wonder if this Redditor is trying to pull our legs because he's clearly trying to manipulate us and Bob into contacting each other and furthering a story. So from there, I'll let Steve pick back up on the rest of the things that transpired that night, which it took, it took what you just got, what you just reacted to and made that nothing. Oh, snap. Listen, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Let's go. Also, when Bob was in Kentucky and the, he received his coordinates, they also decided to delve into Bob's personal life, tell him exactly where he lived, exactly where he worked. Oh, yeah. All like deep, deep stuff. So after they text Bob that text message, he just says, why do you say that? Because we didn't even actually plan the interview until the day of, and we didn't start recording at any, any, any given time at all. Like we just, we just wing it. Yeah. And like we're pretty bad at time management. So we just let so, it rip. So Bob or you guys, nobody posted online on Reddit. No, no. How, how did you guys communicate? How did you, before you started talking that day and called each other, how did you communicate? Facebook messenger. Facebook messenger. Yeah. Okay. We got, we got a ding, ding, ding right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because Bob, Bob originally was going to go live and wanted us to talk, but we were both working. So I'm like, you know what? My next day off, I'll get Kyle over here. We'll just run with it. See what happens. So the day of, I'm like, hey, me and Kyle are both free. Are you free? He's like, yep. And we just sent it. Okay. So after we gets the tell Hollis guy, hello, text message, he goes, why do you say that? You know, just kind of fishing for details. And they send back, science is, all, science is always discovering odd scraps of magical wisdom and making a tremendous fuss about its cleverness. We look it up and it's an Aleister Crowley quote. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, that's got to be that's got to be a quote from somewhere. So I'm Googling it and I'm like, all right, great. Yeah, because it's very specific. And then as we were kind of spitballing there, like if you break that phrase down, it almost it was almost like they were answering the questions we were asking because we were like, how are they doing this? Are they in our phones? Like, what is going on right now? And then that quote came through and it was almost like exactly what we were trying to do. Like, they were just mocking us. Unbelievable. So, after the initial shock wore off, I'm like, this is pretty weird, man. And Kyle's jumping to the worst conclusion ever. Like, oh, yeah. Just, dude, there's one thing that I don't mess with. I don't, I don't like the occult at all. Makes two of us. Because, <laughs> like, I, like me and and it took it took everything in me to post this episode because I wasn't even going to post it because I was so worked up about it. And one day I made Steve sit down with me and run over facts and everything we knew. But like I told Steve by the end of it, I'm like, dude, when it comes to the occult and these types of situations, I'm like, it's almost like you got two types of people here. You have people who are talking to the devil. That's not cool. Or you have people who think they're talking to the devil, which is equally not cool. Right. I'm like, yeah. so either way for me, 
Like, get, cash me out of it. I'm done. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to deal with the occult stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. And I mean, uh, once you find out where that quote comes from, backed up by what you guys had experienced, I can imagine you're on edge. I mean, I would be extremely yeah. on edge. Let me ask you this question before we go any further. Do you have that phone on you right now? The burner? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, just stop say saying whatever you're saying. If you get a text message from it, especially it involves me. Don't hold out on me. I need to know these things. Okay? <laughs> well, Tony, as the story progresses, they don't need the burner phone anymore. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. I'm Just go. Just go. <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of way more reactionary than Kyle is. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, if these dudes are listening to us, prove it. You know, so I, I call them out. I just ask. I ask a question just on the recording as we're recording. Oh, we're not even recording at this point. The mics, everything's off. When, Except when, that we we're still able yeah, to talk to you're Bob. right. You're right. We were still going through uh, Facebook voice. So I just I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to call him out. I'm just going to ask a question. Then Bob gets another text message. It says it's beyond comprehension, Stephen. Ordinary morality is only for ordinary people. I'm like, oh, damn, that's my name. Cool. Wow. So it's from there. They send one last message and it says. Falsehood is invariably the child of fear in one form or another. They give us coordinates. And it says, good night, boys. The Illinois skies are dark tonight. All right. So you guys are in Illinois, right? Yes. yes. And the coordinates, I'm assuming, is somebody's house. That's what we initially thought. Because when that came through, he made us stop recording. He's like, you're going to want to turn everything off now. Because he thought it was he thought it was coordinates to our, one of our yeah. our and. That's what shook me to the core was because I wasn't at home. I'm at Steve's house. And that's the first thing that just like it would, would in your mind, the first thing you're going to think about. And I started to panic. Like I was, I was Lord, do not let this be what I think it is. And thankfully it wasn't. Hold on a second. So you cut out there for a second. You said you were, you were what? I said, uh, hopefully it wasn't what I th thought it was, which would be coordinates to my home or Steve's or anything like that. And it, it turns out that it wasn't. It was coordinates to Somerset, Kentucky. Somerset, Kentucky. Yeah. Which, which we have no affiliation with. But that's where Bob was doing his recording oh. for the documentary. Was he there at that time when you guys were talking? No. So Not, not to our knowledge, no. Okay, so that means that whatever or whoever this is knew that he had affiliation there and wanted to... Wow. Wow. Um, we didn't establish this yet on, on this interview, uh, but I, I just want to ask, and if it comes up later, then we'll, we'll go into it later. Do we ever find out if this is a person, a thing, or anything? Or are we still trying to figure that out? Still trying to figure it out. Okay, fair enough. Carry on, guys. Carry on. So afterwards, we we end in the episode and we talk a little bit and we're we're kind of just at a loss, really. We're like, man, that got intense really fast. So I sat on it for a little bit and Kyle was losing it. Like he was terrified as to what could be going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I run the way my mind works is I run to the worst possible scenario. That's just how I am. It's almost like, you know, basically just hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. That's what I do. I, I missed something. Before the episode ended, 
Bob got a call from the oh, number. Oh, yeah. And it left a recording this, that we managed to also record. And, it, and this, this is this what call, you got. Say what? I was going to say this phone call was from that whatever industries. Yeah, the Egress Industries number two how, Bob's phone. How do you spell that, by the way, Egress? E-G-R-E-S-S. Okay, thank you. This is probably what you got emailed about. Three, eight, seven, six, four, one, eight. The ordinary man looking at a mountain is like an illiterate person confronted with a Greek manuscript. Hollow Sky 9, 3, 8, 7, 6, 4, 1, 8. The ordinary man looking at a mountain is like an illiterate person confronted with a Greek manuscript. All right. So Guess where that's from. Hold on a second. So that, that last part, that it was that just... It, it, it that was just off. me cutting off the YouTube okay, video. I, I got you. Yeah. So, uh, incredibly creepy. Uh, where was that from? I'm pretty sure that was a, a Crowley quote. Jeez. Wasn't it the actual? Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was a Crowley one. quote. All right. So we got two Crowley quotes. And in that recording now that recording was sent to bob yes yeah and it was before you guys were done recording yes and that recording had you guys mentioned now in it yes okay all right uh and the quote was something like uh a man looking at a mountain is like uh an illiterate person trying to read greek manuscript or something like that yeah yeah do to do, do you did you guys look into that idea and what that could possibly mean? Why would they refer what's the reference to the mountain? Why why would that even be brought up? Um the only thing I can think of is that like we're delving into something that we have no idea about. Like we're in over our heads is basically what I what I perceived as they were trying to convey. And as it's going on, I refused to to speak at that point. So I just started writing stuff down and showing it to Steve. I was almost convinced that they were mocking our intelligence. Like you're like, you're, you're, you can't even comprehend. Like Steve just said, you you just can't comprehend as to what's really going on. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, uh, that, that happens. What was your reactions in those moments? Both of you guys. Uh, I was, I was terrified. I, I didn't know what was going on and I, I'm very picky about my personal space. And at that point, I felt like somebody was crudely invading my space and I was not happy about it. And at the same time, I worried about the safety of everybody around me because I, I care about everybody. And this was just a blind side. You know, we, we didn't understand why this was happening to us because we didn't really ultra dig into this this company and we didn't we didn't do much to provoke it you know and we me and steve talked and i just flat out told him i'm like dude i don't know if i'm gonna air, i don't know if i'm comfortable airing this episode and we normally air on mondays and it didn't end up coming out till tuesday or wednesday and it when monday hit means i you know i texted steve and i'm like all right let's go over what we know what do we know what are the facts and we started breaking it down and he kind of convinced me to to post it. And like, I'll just, you, you'll figure out later on in the story, but if you choose to post this episode, 
they're going to know who you are. Why'd you have to There's... tell me that? Why'd you freaking tell me that? <laughs> huh? Why'd you tell me that? I mean, because you told me to tell you. <laughs> All right. So pause. Not uh, that it's a bad thing. No, it's not a good thing. No, uh, trust me. It The story turns in a direction that we really don't understand. Which I don't like. So, <laughs> uh, no. But, um, okay. I wanted to ask you this. You guys, uh, Steve, you text with the burner phone that number. You, you find out about Bob. You guys connect. How? So, a big mystery in this is... Well, one, you both have a, a something in common. You guys have something in common. You both text that number, right? You both called that number. Yeah. From that initial connection, whoever's on the other end of that did digging on you and who you are. Now, I assume that Bob probably didn't use a burner phone. No. Correct. So they're able to track who Bob is from that number and somehow, however they're doing it as far as real time tracking Bob and who he's talking to, then circle back around to you who you do, you, you did connect to, but uh, because you use a burner phone, I'm assuming your name wasn't on it. And uh, so there's no real connection there to be made until you guys connect with Bob, who Bob didn't freaking get a burner phone. I mean, right. did, exactly. does, does anybody ever pay attention to NBA Twitter? You always need a burner. Like, <laughs> that's, that was my first go-to. I'm like, before I call any of these damn numbers, I'm buying a burner phone. <laughs> well, and then like, I admire your your thought process here, Tony, because it's the same one we had, but what you're not seeing is that you're on this roller coaster here. And while we're on this roller coaster, there's about five more going on side by side with us that we've not seen running yet. Oh, man. So, and I, I say that by, we get freaked out. And I, if you're not ready to go this far yet, Steve, cut me off. But we get, you know, we have this happen to us. We post the episode. Our Discord catches on fire with people coming out of the wordworks with crazy, insane handles. They're not using their names, they're not using any real identification. We're going to help you figure this out. We want to know what's going on. And so we're like, awesome. We have private investigators coming out of the woodwork trying to help us. Really? Uh, Tons of people come think, out of the woodwork. Do you think that they're they're legit? <laughs> we don't know what to think at this point, honestly. Okay. So just... we do the Discord. We're trying to figure stuff out. And... Well... Like I said, I'm way more reactionary than Kyle. So I'm sitting here thinking about all the everything that's went down. And I'm like, all right, so we're doing we're doing the episode and they're clearly trying to intimidate us. I'm I'm feeling I'm like, if they're that good, why in the hell didn't they just text our phone or text the burner phone or text Kyle's phone? I'm like, they're only talking to us through Bob. Yes. I'm like, this is a red flag. Yes. This is shady. So I'm like, whatever. I'll just text Egress and see if they yeah. know who Bob is. Load roller coaster number two. Okay. So I just I just sent it. I'm like, do you actually I didn't even mention Bob's name the first time. I just asked him if they had an affiliation with uh the works of Aleister Crowley. I asked him if they had if the uh coordinates meant anything to them. 
and the number that was in the recording that we played for you that mentioned our name, I asked them if that number had any, they had anything to do with that. They responded to my text message. They said, Egress Industries has not had a rep- or has not yet had a representative join you for your broadcast, nor com- communicate to anyone during your broadcast. It was not us joining you at your table, but instead a charlatan and an airsats that does not represent nor speak for Egress. Keep your eyes open and your ears clear. All right, pause. <laughs> <laughs> that, all right. I, we might have established this already, and I just bandwidth, I mentioned that earlier. Uh, do we know, what do we know about Egress Industries? Nothing. nothing. There's nothing online? No. We looked and so the, we looked. Okay, we so went. so the fact that there's nothing online means that they're not a legit industry. Like you're not like they're not this weapons manufacturer that you know you could <laughs> drive up to and check through security. Correct. So and so the way they said that me I, I I take it as they know more than what they're leading on. They 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 know something. There's something going on that uh they're withholding information or they're uh, maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but it just, it sounds off to me. Sounds off. Oh, for sure. Eagers. Jesus. Stupid name. (laughs) Way to make them mad, Tony. There there it is, Tony. You made the list. Well, I can edit that out (laughs) if I want to, Sue. (laughs) Touche. Touche. So I go on and I'm like, all right, I appreciate the transparency. You know, we don't intend to spread any false information about you guys. We don't really even have anything to accomplish. We just were, we just wanted to make an episode and share it. And they're like, we, and I offered, I'm like, if what we put out with Bob is, is false, we'll pull the episode. It doesn't matter to us. You know, we're not trying to ruffle anybody's feathers. We're just trying to have a mega podcast and have a good time. So they respond, we appreciate your honorable willingness to reprimand yourself. Egress Industries admires your broadcast and will remember Hollow Sky when the selection process begins. We would request that if you were to take action rather than des- than destroy something false, create something truthful. So there's a selection process, Tony. You wanted the weird, Tony. I- I'm freaking out right now, guys. I'm freaking out right now. Like this is the most unprofessional podcast I think I'm ever going to put out because I it's not crisp. It, I mean, <laughs> this is. Can you read that one more time, please? Sure. Thank you. Sure. We appreciate your honorable willingness to reprimand yourselves. Egress Industries admires your broadcast and will remember Hollow Sky when the selection process begins. We would request that if you were to take action rather than destroy something false, create something truthful. Did you, oh. did you pick up the name they used in that? Hollow Sky? Yeah. Well, this is from the burner phone. Which is from the burner. That is supposed to not let them know that we're hollow sky. And they said in the first message, they said, we have not yet had a representative sit in on one of your broadcasts. So that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't intend to do that. Do the, do, do you think they mean sit in as in like sit in and talk with you or sit in as in like they're monitoring, like you hear a beep and somebody's listening in. That's a good point. I, I didn't look I didn't at think it. about that second no. part, but now, now I got it. <laughs> I mean, that's possible. All so right. basically what they were saying to us is that the, and I'm not trying to slang any mud here, but they're claiming the interview that we had was not by, whatever was going on in that interview 
with Bob was not them. Period. The end. Okay, so then we have two shitty characters going on. Uh, if that's true. Yeah. When you were texting, Steve, you didn't mention Bob at all. No, no. In that, in that first initial correspondence with them, I didn't mention Bob. I just mentioned the coordinates, mentioned Crowley, and I uh, mentioned the number that was sent through on that voice recording. That okay, Bob so got. The, the things that you did mention is it well right there the coordinates number that bob got if they know they sent those numbers to bob and now you're using them maybe that's how they knew who you were or they listened to us they listened to the episode yeah that's too because we we so you got to understand like we're freaked out at this point but at the same time when we when we get calmed down we go we do the same thing let's run over the facts what do we know and so we start breaking it down start running through all types of scenarios and Steve starts to theorize that this could be an ARG. And I didn't know what an ARG was. I had no idea. He, he would be the expert in that field. Well, an ARG is an alternative reality game. It's where people set up all this stuff and people play along and solve clues and a, a bunch of, ARG boxes are ticked from this. You got a random flyer in the middle of nowhere with a number you call and you leave this message and they contact you back. And now there's a selection process. So I'm like, man, that's, that's pretty ARG ish. Right. And so Steve has that theory. I'm on the opposite side of the fence. Like I told you in the first correspondence we had, he's on this side. I still think that there's something nefarious going on. I don't know what yet, but I'm a little more cautious to to test the waters, so to speak. But Steve, yeah. Steve is driven, and he becomes consumed with it, and just starts pushing and pushing. That's and what pushing. they want, Steve. They're casting their freaking spells on you, bro. <laughs> Man, I can't, like it consumed me for a while. Like it I did. have to know what Egress Industries is. Yeah. I am just that's so, where I'm at. All right. So I mean, if it is uh, ARG, then how would they have the ability to do some of the things they did though? I mean, exactly. It's it, 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 it <laughs> now what, thinking back on it, what your experiences are, are something that, you know, sh listen, I mean, really there's very few possibilities here as to what's going on. We're either talking about a uh, paranormal supernatural type of event going on where, because uh, they're quoting Alistair Crawley that maybe they're um, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for when they, they, they remote view you. Yeah, okay. we thought about yeah. that. Or, or there's a governmental aspect here where there's a psyop going on that's starting on Reddit, and there's some kind of higher ups playing games here with with the citizenry. Uh, outside of those two options, I'm really having a hard time thinking of anything other other than maybe some Joe Schmo that's a freaking genius in his mom's basement playing games because he is a is a trust fund kid. You know, like, like <laughs> I cross our mind too. Like, like I'm trying to think of something that makes me sleep good tonight, and right. and, I'm, and I'm not not really connecting dots here. Right. All right. Carry on. Um, another weird thing about Egress is they have very specific verbiage, and their texting style is, style is very specific. They they respond at midnight on the hour. You get like one response a night and it's midnight on the hour. 
responses Bam, to time. you or do you get messages without engaging? Responses to us. Everything we've got has been us initiating the conversation after that very, very first one when we made the call, when we got the the almost like automated response, like thank you for contacting Eagers Industries. So, so the, the responses are at night, midnight on the hour. And so like if you if you shoot a text message over right now, you're not going to get a response till midnight tonight or midnight tomorrow night. How does that work? Um it depends. Kay. Sometimes if it's early enough, it almost seems like they get your messages, they respond to them and they schedule them to drop at midnight. That's what I was, that's, that's where I was going like, cuz if it's somebody on a keyboard somewhere, they can schedule the text to go out at a certain time. And if they're doing this with multiple people, then it, it would make sense that they're getting these text messages back. And so they're crafting their responses to be scheduled at a certain time uh, for creep factor or for some kind of, um, you know, I don't know, Alistair Crowley factor. I don't, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. so um it, that that does that does seem like it's a scheduled text message automated kind of thing which you know my my company uses when it's a weekend and somebody's on call they'll schedule a text message to come to your phone at six o'clock in the morning on a on a monday morning to let you know when to start uh and and so that's what that sounds like to me uh but who freaking knows keep going guys yeah that's that's what i thought too i'm like their schedule needs to drop on on the hour because i mean if you if you posted that on Reddit and it took off, you're going to have multiple people calling, multiple people texting. It's probably it's it's probably spread more than we think it has. It's kind of where I'm at with it. For sure. So Do after you that think, last message, pause for a second. Do you think now you know more about this than than I do? You've looked into it more. Do you think you guys being podcasters doing this are probably one of the more public people doing what you're doing? Do you think yeah. do you, so there could be Let's say a thousand people have done this, but you know most of them are goofballs that just have fun on the side or whatever. They don't really have an audience. You're probably the ones that have an audience and and maybe would be targeted on purpose because of that to for for publicity reasons yeah, to 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 spread whatever Eagers Industries is. That's kind yeah. of what I thought about it. We have had people reach out that have contacted and had uh, different correspondences with Egress to just to kind of compare notes and see if we can put anything together, but nothing really substantial has come. So like I said, I'm, I'm constantly texting. I'm trying to get them to respond. So I send a message back after the last one that I got. And I'm just asking if uh, there's any more, any information they can give us to help lead us toward the truth. They respond with, at this time, we are prohibited to providing certain information as it may interfere with the selection process as well as potentially endangering Egress Industries. We ask you to transmit, transmit your current perception regarding the fraudulent theatrical performance of Bob, last name, as of your last broadcast. We have no qualms with theories, but with purposeful deceit. F failure to fulfill our wishes will lead to respectful understanding felt by Egress Industries. Okay. Uh, and, and this really doesn't have much to do with what you just said, other than the fact yeah. that you brought it up again, the selection process. What do you think that is? Now that you've had time to think about it. When I hear selection process, I think two things. One, Eagers Industries is looking for specific types of people that they're planning on selecting in the future for whatever project they're doing or whatever psyops going on. Or is Eagers Industry a 
embedded, embedded deep-rooted type of thing where they're going to be selecting from the masses. And because you text that, they're weighing whether they're going to select you to maybe be protected from what's coming. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't think about that. See, we've been more leaning on the first one. Yeah. We didn't even theorize the second one, but... I preferred the first one. To be honest with you, I mean, yes. well, I, I mean, I, well, the the irony of it is, like, for that, for the second question you just proposed, in a way, it kind of that question kind of gets answered in a way, way later on in the story, but there is a a weird correlation there. It's it's okay. weird, and and it's almost like they're they want us to call out Bob, yeah, for what he's done. See, and we don't, right. yeah. we're not here, we're not here to throw mud at him or anything like that because we, at the same time, we don't know if somebody's messing with him. Yeah. Leading him on a, on a wild goose chase from the opposite side, you know? Right. Right. So can you read what you just read again? Because I, I kind of got sidetracked there with my brain. Yeah, absolutely. At this time, we are prohibited from, to providing certain information as it may interfere with the selection process as well as potentially endanger egress industries. We ask you to transmit your current perception regarding the fraudulent theatrical performance of Bob as of your last broadcast. We have no qualms with theories, but purposeful deceit. Failure to fulfill our wishes will lead to a respectful understanding felt by Egress Industries. Okay, so the first part there, read that again. Like the first couple of sentences, you said something there that kind of got my ears going. I'll tell you when to stop. At this time, we are prohibited to providing certain information as it may interfere with the selection process as we, or as well as potentially endangering egress industries. We ask you to transmit your current perception regarding, okay. regarding the fraudulent... Transmit what? Your current perception regarding... We ask that you, that you transmit your current perception. Yeah, they want us to talk about it. Yeah, they want us. To, they they okay. want us to put an episode out about what we think Bob is up to. And the previous sentence was what? What was that again? It was something about endangering. Yeah, at this time we are prohibited to providing certain information as it may interfere with the selection process as well as potentially endangering egress industries. So there's an idea that they want out there about egress industries, and. If the wrong idea is out there, it could hurt what they're trying to do. And whatever your thought process is in that moment is what they want people to think about. And they want you to transmit that. That's what they're saying, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to wrap my brain about, around it. It's a Friday night, guys. I just worked all day. I'm trying to keep up here. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, It gets wild. About this time... Things take another turn. I'm at work and Kyle sends me a text message that um, him and one of his co-workers have started receiving messages from a, another number. Hold on a second. Okay. All right. Before we go any further, Kyle, uh, Kyle you have never texted with your phone. No. Uh, and I'm assuming your co-worker hasn't either. Oh, no. Does your coworker, Not even close. Did your co-worker have any idea what you were doing? Yes. He's so... Once we, because he started getting them first, and I'm assuming these messages are coming through text. Yes. Okay. So he started getting them first, and then he sent them to me. And the first thing that he got was, "Be careful what you speak of to Mr. Kyle and Mr. Steve. They are being monitored." 
clearly. And so he's like, okay. But he's kind of a a wise guy, so to speak. So he likes to run, he likes to run his mouth. He started mouthing off. You know, just kind of trolling them because he didn't believe what they were saying. And it kind of turns more malicious toward the end where they're like, you know, you can't even comprehend uh what's going on. And they mentioned mentioned something about his his flyover town, which he does live in a small town. Um so he's so he sends them to me and he's like, dude, what the heck? And then not a couple of days after that, I start getting text messages. How'd you feel in that moment getting a text message from your coworker saying, dude, what the heck? I mean, I would have felt awful. And, and, I did. Because it's like, it's not even in your control. Other than the fact that you opened your mouth and said something to somebody. Yeah. And that, that means that they're, they're, it means that they're probably, they probably have the ability to listen through your phone because maybe, I mean, how else could they have known that you're talking to your coworker about that? Well, he, he does listen to the show. And so there's two sides of this that are kind of weird. One, the day, a couple of days before he got messages, me and him were tech very briefly texted about the, the episode where things got crazy on us. And we started throwing around the Aleister Crowley stuff very briefly. Okay. A couple of days later, we start receiving messages, but at the same time, he makes a post on our Facebook page in regards to going. He's like, cause he's always wanting to go with us. He's like, dude, if you guys go to Kentucky, I'll roll with you. And so there's another connection. Yeah, I had posted I had posted the coordinates. I'm like, who I'm like, should we go to Somerset? You know, just to stir up some talk. And this guy was like, Yeah, I'm down. Let's roll. Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh listen, fellas. Um I I mentioned on this past ep- week's episode, The Predator, uh, that I have some business to take what? What was that laugh about? <laughs> just keep going. Okay. I think I know where this is going. I was gonna. I I had some business to take care of. I didn't know if I said on the show, but the business I need to take care of is in Kentucky. Yeah. And uh, where's Somerset in Kentucky? What 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 geographical areas? East, west, oh, north, south. Man, I don't even know. I'll Google look, it. Look, I know it's not far from Hellier. Oh shoot. Yeah. I have. Oh freaking a. Oh, see, I thought you were getting ready to be like, all right, boys, let's go to Kentucky. And I'm like, why does everybody want to go to Kentucky except me? <laughs> Well, so you're going down there and you're going to go into caves? No, 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 no. Okay, no, good. I, 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 listen, no, hell, hell, you're, they do their thing over there. And I, I, I listen, love the show and they're, they're awesome people. I would love to have them on the show to talk. Uh, but that's their gig. I would never intrude on that. Right. Um, I have my own very private thing I need to take care of that, um, it's very, it's, I'll tell you guys about it when we're done recording, but it's very right touchy. Um, and, uh, it, it's, it's on the e- southeastern side of the state, if I remember correctly, is where the hell your area is. It's looking like Somerset is kind of dead on, dead center. Dead You're center. probably safe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks like it's directly south of Lexington. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so Somerset, pretty much dead center of the state. 
But if I remember correctly, Hellier is southeast, isn't it? Yeah, I do believe so. Okay. Uh, now, a- anybody who's listening to this right now, uh, we're mentioning Hellier. If you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, just YouTube it. It it started out as a, a small investigation that turned into two seasons, and it is just uh, mind bending. Yeah, like this episode is right now, uh, guys. Um, I he, he, before we go any further, I just want you to understand how I'm feeling right now. I feel like I'm being pulled into something that I had no idea what I was going to get pulled into when I got excited about having you guys on to talk about the crazy things on your freaking podcast. Okay. Like I I was like, Oh, let's talk about this crazy stuff that's going on their podcast and their lives out in Illinois, way away from me. And with the context now, I'm like, there's no, there's not even a thought in my mind to stop this now because the moment that you and I connected, I was brought into it. So, um, I, I mean, I hope not, but that's how I feel in the moment right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd rather have more allies in the fight than not. Well, I don't want to be in a fight. I, I listen. I, well, listen. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm a busy if you guy. got drug in, I mean, I'm a busy guy, and I, I I'm not I'm not really interested in fighting no. anything right now. Uh, now, but, trust me when I say that. Near the end of this, I think you'll you'll feel a little bit different because I definitely do about it. You know, because right. this whole time when everything's going on, I, I'm on edge. Oh, 24 7. 24 7. Gun on my hip. Family doesn't yeah. leave the house unless I'm with them. Bro. 100% daddy bear in town, ready to rock. That's you know what, what I'm mean? saying. That's like, exactly what happened, too. Yeah. No, that, and, you, and that's good. That's good. Yeah. Because when somebody's playing games like this and yeah. intruding in your life, getting your phone number, texting you, texting coworkers, it's only a matter of time that they start texting your children's names. I'm ready to freaking rock at that point. And that's why I'm so big on home security. Oh, yeah. I talk about it on the show all the time. It's because I can't be home every single moment of my life with my family to make sure that they're good and protected. And that's why I always promote Simply Safe. We are a partner with them. And I think it's a great investment for people to actually be involved with having their home secure through home security. And Simply Safe is one of those companies that you can actually install everything yourself. You don't have to have somebody come in, a specialist, and do it, and then have them come do checkups. And if there's something wrong with it, they got to come out and do their thing. And it costs tons of money. Simply Safe, all you got to do is go ahead and plug it in yourself. It takes like 30 minutes. It took me an hour because I'm a little slow. And then you're good to go. Your home is secure. They have everything that you could possibly possibly want to. I mean, we're talking about sensors in the house, alarm systems that you set for when you go to sleep, cameras, you know, and cameras. I have a trust issue and I I always wonder (laughs) if somebody's gonna be able to hack the cameras and stuff. So cameras are always something that I worry about. But my wife is actually getting me on the whole camera train because she actually wants the cameras in the house because I'm always gone driving truck and stuff like that. So yeah, I think cameras are coming into the equation too. But they do have cameras and a lot of people use cameras. But listen, guys, if you want to keep your home simply safe and secure, Go to Simply Safe because Simply Safe is that company that's going to help you do it. Simply Safe has an arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of the home. And right now, my listeners get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash confessionals. You'll also get 60 days risk-free, so there's nothing to lose. Visit simplysafe.com slash confessionals for your free security camera. That's simplysafe.com slash confessionals. I hope you guys are on board with the idea of home security because with what you're dealing with and stuff, you got to be in my mind. Dude, 
Uh, you and me are the same I'm page. Bad. Same page. Carry on. So we're at where you're getting messages now. Yeah, I'm definitely getting messages. Oh, <clears throat> speaking of which, I'll go ahead and read you my messages because I didn't take it very serious, right? So the first one I get is, be careful what you speak of or speak about Mr. Kyle. Didn't respond. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time because they obviously want me to respond. So I'm just going to troll them and not respond. A couple of days later, the 28th of December, I get another one and it just says magic dot 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 and i'm like okay magic not not the occult way okay so i don't know if you can see this i'm not really going to say it but that's what i sent back (laughs) yeah so it's it's a it's it's a meme guys it's yes i I trolled him okay i figured yeah eh, whatever you might as well send the frog face you know the giggity giggity giggity, yes so they responded back to it Mr. Bob is not being forthcoming with you. Beware of falsehoods within your circle. And I replied, you don't say. We've already been given that bit of information, but thanks anyways. And then they respond, consider yourself warned. And at this point, I'm really confused. I'm like, it appears you need to make up your mind on what stance you're taking here. Are you warning me, threatening me, or helping me? Which begs the question, why me and not my counterpart? Their response, this is where it drastically changed. You're an angry, foul-mouthed, borderline on illiterate little boy. No part of this has been a threat, but a mere warning. Others are dealing with your quote-unquote counterpart. I am simply giving you information, the aforementioned. And others in your circle, John for one, have ulterior motives. Who's John? He would be my coworker. Okay. So John so has ulterior I'm, motives. I don't see how he would. But that's what they're He's, saying. Yes. So there, there's manipulation going on <laughs> with this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, they're trying. And so they called you an angry, foul-mouthed little boy. Bordering on illiterate. Bordering on... Can you read? Uh, somewhat. Okay, well, maybe they're, <laughs> maybe they're right. Uh, so angry, foul-mouthed. Well, you and I, we were talking beforehand. You guys said that you really don't hide your language on the show. so they, It gets colorful. Yeah, yeah, so they can listen to the show and hear that. And if you, right. it gets colorful, then I'm sure you can show your emotional side. Where, But that's the thing that people have to understand with podcasting is you draw an image and a picture of the person that is hosting a show that is only an hour snippet of who they are in life. And right. so people tend to draw images and pictures of how they think somebody is that sometimes is is accurate because you hear an hour of, of their life but right. it, it's not the whole picture and so what they're drawing a picture of is what they hear of you on the show uh maybe not necessarily all of you and i'm not trying to come to your defense like well he's not an angry foul-mouthed little boy guys he can read he can read <laughs> you know like like I, i'm not trying i'm just saying like that that's just a factual matter of the situation where if you're listening to a podcaster you draw images of how you believe their char- that they are character wise and uh, you draw assumptions from that that may not, may or may not be true right you know and, and so um all right let's carry on so <laughs> crazy i'm confused at this point as to what's going on that one kind of Cheryl shocked me cuz it took a little bit more of a in your face approach and I don't consider myself a very angry person. I like to live a happy life. I like simple things, happy life, you know, 
But I started to notice some things. And I can't prove this because nobody has come forward and I don't think they will. But I also noticed that the, all the text messages that I got revolved around my work schedule. So I got the first one four minutes before my lunch break. And I got one of the other ones three minutes before end of shift. And then I also noticed that they took the same Christmas break that we did. So it is well, a possibility. How, how, what, how do you define the, like, what, what are you talking about? They, Eagers took the same Christmas break as you, meaning that like when you're not working, they weren't texting? Yes. But this number, okay. this number that's been texting me is not Egress. It's a completely new number, which I did forget to mention. Okay. But... Are you operating the assumption that it's not Egress then? That it's something it's some other character in the story? Yeah. And uh we they, almost have proof of that. They didn't even mention Egress no. in all of their ramblings. They mentioned a separate the one of the other flyers that we had talked about. Oh, okay, okay. So now we're saying that possibly these flyers are connected. We don't know. Or is it all all these flyers? doing similar things, but they're different organizations doing it at the same time. That's uh, kind of what I think. What? How? Like that, that's, that's that Kyle, that's a reach, man. Like, Dude. I mean, listen, you, it's your story. You guys know, you guys know where this is going and stuff, but if, on my receiving end, it's hard for me to imagine that the, the, all these flyers are different organizations doing similar things. If, if, if on my end, I'm thinking, Let's put, if I'm doing this, let's put a fly over here, a fly over here, different organizations, different things. And as people come in, we, we mess with people. We, we mind F them, you know, right? like, like, and what, what's trippy is that they knew your work schedule to the point that they're texting you four minutes before lunch break. Yeah. Three minutes before the end of shift. So both those are end of shifts. Yeah. And they take time off from texting you when you're not working. Yeah. Cause I got a text. Basically, the day before Christmas, we got Christmas Day off and then the weekend. And then that Monday when I came back to work is when I got another text message. Okay. But I'm not, at this point, I'm not ruling out the possibility that it isn't somebody within my circle, like coworkers, messing with me. Because we, have, we do know quite a few people and we've been giving these people numbers. <laughs> Shoot them up for us. Let's let's see what we can find out on them. And I think I'm going to say it right. Their VOIP numbers or VOID, I think. Yeah, they're it's like a Google number. Yeah, so it's basically all online stuff. But we had somebody to dig into the second number that's texted my personal phone, and it is a possibility that it's linked to an intelligence agency. Oh, freaking a. All right. Um, well, okay. All right. <laughs> but I, I, I will say this, that the guy, the same guy said, odds are that somebody is using a spoof app and just X, pick the wrong number to spoof text you from. He's like, that's what I think. I do not think okay. it is this agency doing this. And if you think about it, Tony, do you think an intelligence agency would come at me like that? 
I don't. Well, I know this isn't Rage Against Dystopia. This is the confessionals, but um, I think that, um, how do I say this? Um, so the whole Q stuff that's been going on for years now, I don't think it's what everybody thought it was. I think right. it was a psyop. I've right, said yeah. several times publicly that I thought it was an AI bot. Not necessarily that I believed it, but it was my way of jabbing it and saying, I think I don't even think it's human. And, and it would piss everybody off when I would right. say that. Now, um, what I think, the way things are playing out with the Q stuff, especially when I heard them say, like, and I, I didn't follow Q. What I did was I listened to people who followed Q. Right, I got all excited about certain Q drops and things like that, and I'd listen to what they have to say because then it gives me my, my outside perspective. But one of the things I saw people getting really excited about was when the Q drop happened and it said, wait until you find out who's been talking to you. And everybody was just like, oh, oh, it's Trump. It's General Flynn. It's, these, it's, it's the military. Oh, we're so excited. And I'm thinking, that's who you already think it is. They wouldn't say that if that's who it was. I so mean, that's, a good, that's a good point. So if they're saying to you, wait until you find out who it is, who it is, it's not who you're thinking it is. And so that was a red, a very big alarm bell in my head. And now we're looking at things here in 2021. We were what, three, four weeks into a new presidency. And we, we, we still hear them talking about the Q stuff, the Q followers, the Q followers, they did this, they think this, the Q, Q people, Q people, Q people. Nobody is looking in to who is Q. Now you could say before when Trump was the president, oh, well, you know, Trump's not going to look into it because he is enjoying the fact that all these people are, are, are all excited for him. But now that he's not president and we have a whole new regime in there, why are they not investigating who Q is, who is leading these quote unquote terrorist organizations all over the world? Why are they not looking into it? And my thought, and I, this is a thought that I just had today. I was thinking about this stuff. I think the wait until you find out who has been talking to you is because it was a psyop and it was a psyop by the opposition to get people all riled up in, a, in the wrong direction. Exactly what I told you. It's Kyle. possible. It's 100% possible. And maybe I just, in regards to the, the number text to me, I just don't feel like it's a very, like, I feel like if you're an intelligence agency and you're, you're watching me, you're not going to, you're not going to just straight out yourself the first couple of weeks. That's my personal well, they opinion. Didn't out themselves. You guys looked into it, right? A little bit. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. I mean, I mean, and 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 very well. I mean, what whoever you were talking to that said about spoof app, I, that's news to me. I never even heard such a thing. But it sounds like I could use use it for pranking, which I'm gonna. Oh, look yeah, into. you definitely can. It'd be so much fun, and they're uh, hard to trace. Apparently, lovely. This is gonna be so much fun. <laughs> Jack's gonna hate me, uh, but so it very well could be that. But that's why I just shared what I shared because right. I, I do think that it's a possibility that if it's a psyop that uh, that it benefits their agenda of whatever it could be like, like they, what we're dealing with right now maybe is maybe the beginning stages of some kind of psyop that we're we're going into now uh we we just and dang it I mm, just carry on I I, I don't want to get too deep on off track here 
Right on. So I'll let Steve pick back up with the rest of the story here. So one of the messages that Kyle's coworker got regarded another another flyer, right? One of the other ones that we talked about, but we didn't even we didn't even delve into it because nothing came of it. And he just got specifically the Willamette County, Oregon flyers are part of something far bigger and not to be ridiculed or messed with. So we haven't even dove down that road yet. We don't even know where that goes because we're so engrossed with egress right now. We didn't even mess with Willamette. No, not at all. Can you, can you read that again? Just one more time. What would they say? Specifically, the Willamette County, Oregon flyers are part of something far bigger and not to be ridiculed or messed with. Okay. So, and you didn't, you didn't even look into that, but I'm saying no. now what, what, what is this? What is Willamette County flyers? That was, that was just another dream survey that came out. That was one of the, the one of the first on, ones that I read. Th- these were on Reddit though. Are they actual flyers being posted around? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's pictures of them. It's, oh, people have found the physical flyers and then posted the pictures to Reddit. Okay. I, I just assumed these were digital flyers only. No, no, they're physical are flyers. They, are they all over the place or is it just specific? People areas? have found them in Oregon, in Utah, in Austin. And about this time, Bob contacts me or contacts me with a message. He goes, are you, are you effing with me? And I'm like, no, well, I'm like, what are you talking about? And he shows me a Facebook page of his local county little news Facebook and someone from his town posted a picture of a flyer that has been posted in his town. The exact uh, Egress Industries flyer asking about the mirrors wow. and everything now now being posted up in in the town where he lives. And people are people in his town are starting to freak out about it. They're like, is this a sex trafficking you know, ring what they're getting ready to go to the police and everything. And it's, it's like a a big deal now. Did anybody go to the police? I mean, it, it, like these are, so that's because that's the thing. I mean, these, what I was thinking, these were digital flyers, but if they're physical flyers being posted in town, saying these kind of things, do, do, do the police ever look into this and, and try to figure it out? I mean, serve and protect us guys. Right. I don't believe they did. I don't believe, I don't know that anybody actually went as far to turn them in. They talked about it, but I don't know if they ever did or not. And, and as it was kind of going on, people were starting to tag Bob in the post and he, he was kind of trying to put out the fire is the way I took it. He's like, don't anybody call the number. Don't anybody mess with it. Just tear the flyers down if you see them. And more and more people started posting, Hey, I've seen another one at this intersection and I found another one at this intersection. And, it was like someone had just painted his town with these flyers. Right. And, and so, and Bob's town, we don't need to say what town it is, but you guys obviously know, is this a big town, small town? What are we talking about size-wise, do you think? I, I don't think it's very big. I think it's probably, okay. I don't know, 10,000, 20,000 people. I don't know specifics. All right. So uh, one thing to look into is population of these towns. How big are these towns that these flyers are getting posted in? Because it, listen, I'm in the Philadelphia area. If these flyers get posted in the Philadelphia area, they're going to be on camera posting them. Right. That's exactly what I told Bob. But if it's a small town, maybe I, it's been a long time since I lived in Hamburg, Pennsylvania, Shoemakersville, Pennsylvania. I mean, you listen to the name of these towns, obviously they're not very big. And, uh, and so they don't have the cameras at every street corner like a big city would. So exactly. I, I'd be, but you did say Austin, right? Austin's a big city. 
that that was where the original egress flyer was found. A guy was doing some door to door in insurance sales or something, and he saw it taped to an electrical box in a it was in a gated community that he was going around trying to do whatever he did for his job. And he found it and he's like, man, this is kind of weird. So he took a picture it was of taped it on the inside of an electrical box or the outside, the outside taped to the outside of the box. And the guy who found it, do we, do we know anything about him? Not really. Just that he posted it to Reddit. Mm. Suspicious. Right. Yeah, so that's, that's what suspicious. I thought, you know, as you can imagine, just from that response right there is we're still bouncing nefarious organization. Or is it some type of game? We don't know what's going or on. Satan himself, who knows? Huh? Or, yeah, or Satan, Satan himself. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I don't we, want it to be that option. Obviously, you know, I, I, me neither. So we're we're just really confused as to what's going on. We're playing every angle we can think of because we're not we're not. I mean, we're not genius by any means, but we do like to look outside the box and look at it from as many sides as we can. And that's what I remember telling Steve. I'm like. Before we hyper press into this, I want to see as much as the chessboard as I can see so we know what moves to make. Because I don't want to just run head on into the darkness and fall into a punji stick pit. Like, I want to be able to see what's coming. And so Steve's like, well, you know what? I'll just text him. Like, well, this, like, text who? Egress. So I'm in my mind, but the you only. Have, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm just going to keep going with it. Okay. Yeah. The only actual information we can pull from Egress that we know to be true is coming from this number. So I text them. I mean, them the other number, which we're going to reel back to now, the number that was texting Kyle's number, we looked up the area code and had people look into it. And it's a number from Washington, D.C. It's about six blocks from the Capitol building. Okay. And what date did you look this up? Um, It was... Yeah, it was it was right about the first of the year. Yeah. So okay, first of the year. Yeah. Right around the about. Capitol building. That's when you looked it up and the number comes from six blocks, you said from the Capitol building? Yeah, it was about six blocks. Do you know like do you have a precise geo- geographical location? I mean, that sounds we, pretty precise to me. Yeah, we have we have an address, but we don't know if it's actually tied just like falsely tied to the VOIP number. Or if it's the actual address, because gotcha. our our guy, our lone gunman, as we call him, pulled CCTV footage and showed us the building, and the building is under construction for where this. Oh, who's this had, lone gunman then? Who's he's he's our we guy, our email guy. We yeah. don't we don't know who he is. We don't, he's anonymous. Yeah, we don't. He, say he listens it. to the show. If we have a question, okay, he tries to answer it. If he has a an opinion on something, he'll send it our way. If he has a tip on. Sp- some show we got coming up, he'll send us some information. We don't even know who he is, but he seems to be more of an ally than an enemy. So we just kind of run with it. Okay. I, I would encourage you guys to be arm's length from everybody from this point forward. Just, you know, I mean, hug me, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean like straight up, I mean, anybody who you don't know who they are, just take it at face value. Right. You know? All right. Carry on. So when, once Kyle started getting his text messages, it, it kind of ignited his fear a little bit again, because that's, I mean, that's super personal. They got your phone number. So I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to go to Egress again. And I'll ask him, I'm like, we've been getting text messages from different numbers and all of this other stuff. 
is, is this you? And they say direct contact with this number specifically is indubitably egress industries. The second most verified connection to egress would be an identification card. We would suggest not trusting any other sources. The selection progress has begun synchronously with the start of this year. We ask to be notified and informed on all sources claiming to be affiliated with egress industries. Okay. All right. So we're back to the selection process and it started this year. With the first of the year is what they're saying. Man, I got that I'm really getting hung up on the selection process and what that means. Did you happen to ever ask them what that means, the selection process? Oh yeah, that was my next text message. Okay. I said, we'll pass on any information we find regarding outside sources posing as egress. How are the selected notified? And all they said is, if you've been selected, you'll know. Clearly. So I'm Clearly. like, okay. Well, and something I I, I want to break down from the, the previous text messages, did you... Did you catch what they said? They said basically anything from this phone is egress. And the only other way you'll know that it's egress is if you see a badge. Identification card. Yeah. Yeah. So that means in-person visits, you're thinking. Yeah. Have you noticed anybody unusual around you? Not me, but my wife did have a strange occurrence. I'm not saying it's connected, but it was right around this time. And she said she was in line at a bread co. And she had just pulled up, had just gotten her order, and she was checking it. And she looked to her, she looked outside the driver's side window. And in the adjacent parking lot, there was an all black SUV. She said the windows, even the front window, was black as night. But she could see a silhouette moving behind the driver's side window. And she, she looked over at it, like, confused, like, what? Like, are they waving at me? And she's like, well, my work does have a car kind of like that. So maybe it's somebody that I know. And she's like, the person rolled down their window, had no idea who it was, but they only rolled it down to about their neck. And she's like, he had no expression on his face. He was looking at me, just blank stare and doing this just slightly waving at me. Uh, that, I mean, and I'm like, that's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. I mean, it could be a weirdo, but weirdos usually don't have the money to buy hooked up SUVs like that. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but at right around this time, and the weird factor of all this stuff, it does kind of make sense that they would try to, because they've incorporated other people outside of this story that are in your life, yeah, you know, coworkers, it wouldn't make sense that they would try to incorporate your wife as well. On a well, that's not a good thing for them to do. You can talk that game, but if these people are as big as what they could be, it don't it don't matter, bro. No, I agree. I mean, I, I know that, but it's just for like the way my I thought mean, process I, I get is, it. is. I mean, I get it. Like, right? I mean, wife, kids, bolts yeah, in my yeah. head before I let some. I, I I mean, you literally have to kill me before you get to them right. know, might, that might happen very fast but i'm gonna i, I will die trying right i get and it i get it you know i don't want to i don't want to i don't even want it to be that road but the thing is like okay if this if that you are them and etc cetera, etc cetera, like don't mess with them mess with me and steve we're the ones that stuck our feet in the water you do what you got to do with us don't no nobody else needs to 
to pay any debt. If, if there's debt to be paid, it's our, it's me and him. Simple. Simple for you. Yeah. You know, it's simple for you, but there's a whole other agenda being played here and we don't know what that is. Um, no, you're right. Listen, like you get, you gave me the, this like hope like 20 minutes ago that at the end of this, I won't feel so bad. I'm really hoping you're you're not lying to me because I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, I know you're not. I'm just saying, like, uh, dude. Th- I mean, I I'm thoroughly tripped out. So, <laughs> oh, believe me, it's been a roller coaster. All right, guys, let's go. Um, around this time, we start getting. Well, Bob contacts me again. This is where this came from, and he is getting messages from his listeners that egress quote unquote is starting to respond with my full name in their messages so i'm like all right send me send me a screenshot of one i want to see what these look like and it says we are not affiliated with my name in any way have you experienced any strange occurrences that you would like to inform us about so i'm like now if these dudes are using my name that's that's a whole nother level here. We're gonna have to have a talk. So I text them. Why? 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 Why is that a whole other level? I mean, wouldn't you assume they know who you are? Yeah, but it's just something about using my full name. Like it just so it just like kind of first and last was it first, middle, and last? Yeah, first and last. Uh, okay, so it's it's just more like you, what you're saying is it kind of hit you hard. Just yeah. the fact that you know it's no longer first name basis. It's like they who knows what else they know about me. It's beyond the podcast. Gotcha. It's beyond. Yeah. Everything. Well, and on on top of that, uh, it was unprovoked. So the way that message is structured is it was almost like somebody called that number, left some type of voicemail, and then that was the first message they got from quote unquote egress. And they they even respond with who TF is that? And then the person in the thing says disregard that have you had any weird occurrences so they mention my name and someone asks, who is that and then they say disregard oh okay so so this message was sent to some random person yes nobody that we know okay i my mind was already like working on bob like bob got this message bob didn't get this message one of his listeners did this is what he told us gotcha okay it makes sense i text him i mean that that makes that makes sense now. I mean, uh, now I understand why you're just like, whoa, you know, because like, because I'm, I'm thinking Bob got the message and I'm like, well, I mean, of course, Bob knows my name. Yeah, right. But now I get it. OK, because it was just some some person that we didn't we didn't even have any affiliation with. So, like I said, I text them and ask them like they're sending me screenshots that you guys are using my full name. You know, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers, just trying to figure stuff out. I, I pose no threats, so don't. Don't like come after me, right? So they respond at midnight, per usual, and they say Egress Industries has a vast network of communications and possesses a department of connections. Responding and transmitting messages is a component of what keeps us alive. We believe we have been contacted by followers of your broadcast, yet as of now, Hollow Sky has not been discussed, and we are not one to disclose private information, especially information that is not our own. If we are obligated to define our collective thoughts of Hollow Sky, as of now, we would reply that they are an inquisitive ally. We request to view your your messages as fabricated happenings. 
So that kind of eased the tension a little bit. Yeah, especially what how'd they describe you again? An inquisitive ally. Okay, so they're looking at you like, you know, as a, just say that the podcast is an organization that is um, curiously looking into things that they don't mind to have you looking into. Yeah, that's that's what I took it. So I'm like, all right. What, which shows that. intent. I mean, it shows intent behind all these things. Like, like it, 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 what, it, what, it, <laughs> what it shows is that you guys are pretty much on the path that they have designed for you to be on. Like, 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 like you think that you're making decisions to do certain things. And it's like, it's almost like every text you send, every person you talk to about this is, is already pre-designed and they have been psyoping you and other people in a certain direction. And so it's like, they're doing exactly what they want, what we want them to do. So they are an inquisitive ally. Well, you know, the, it's funny <laughs> that you right into it. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because when you messaged me on Instagram, a I was shell shocked. My wife even seen it and goes, "Did he really just message you?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And you told me that somebody emailed you about it, and my first thing, I even said to Steve, "I go, I wonder who emailed Tony." I wonder who emailed me now. Did, did I say email or message me on Instagram? I thought you said email. I might have said email. Dang it. I'm going to have to... Uh, because I was curious if somebody put us in your seat on purpose. Freaking A. Freaking A, man. And it's just how my mind works. I'm not saying it was. No, it could have just very easily been. right. Let me uh, look in my email right, right quick here. Um, uh, side note, has nothing to do with anything. Uh, I, I use ProtonMail and... It's just not as smooth running as Gmail, but at least I'm censored. <laughs> I'm not. I, I I have a you know big tech gap between me and right. Gmail. Um, let me type in your name here, Hollow Sky, one word. And, yes, sir. Uh, okay, so the only thing I have in my email here is the accepted invitation to do this interview. Um, I can't look in on my phone because I have them turned off, which I might have surprises for myself when I turn them back on. Uh, I don't No, I haven't got anything yet. So either. let me uh, look in my Instagram on the internet here on my, my browser and see if I can pull up confessionals. Let's see here. I know this is not uh, great broadcasting listeners. I apologize, but this is an active ongoing investigation <laughs> that you're listening to right now. Oh, so, Sherlock Holmes over there. Yeah. We're, we're doing the real digs. Uh, right. That's right. Oh, freak, man. I got, I don't even know where to begin looking in here. Uh, did I message you personal account or, or hollow sky? Hollow sky. And I messaged you from the confessionals. Yeah. I believe so. I can check real fast. Yeah, if you could check because yeah. I'm not even seeing you in here. How long ago was it? I mean, it was a while ago, right? Uh, in December. Ah, oh, here we go. You find it? I found you. Um, okay, so... Hey man, I said, hey man, I heard you have some kind of strange voicemail or something. What's happening? Also, just saw the above message from over a year ago. <laughs> sorry, I never responded. Um, <laughs> again, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's good, man. It's good. It happens. I, I hardly ever check these things. Yeah, see, it's very random. Uh, 
go beyond my response. You responded yeah. back with someone emailed me about it. Yeah, I did say that. Emailed me about it. Oh my goodness. Okay, somebody emailed me about it. Um, man, I w- th- these are the moments that because I, I mean, if I'm in Gmail, I just type in a word and everything pops up. Right. Um, Hollow Sky. The only thing I have is this invitation. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, freaking A, shoot. Because I, I mean, I could, very well could have said email and meant messenger. Right, yeah. And I may, maybe it was on Twitter. Maybe it was on Twitter that somebody messaged me. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, continue with your story. We'll, we'll investigate this as we go. <laughs> right on. I mean, that's pretty much where we're at right now. That was about the last uh, correspondence we'd had with egress or with anyone really egress kind of kind of went silent bob kind of went silent the dc number went silent and here we are so we were as it mentioned before we were running down theories on what it could be and steve has kind of been pushing this arg thing i've been on the opposite side of the coin and now that we're nearing where we're at i had this you know we've been talking throughout the the course of this and the only time that it gets malicious or invasive is when we're dealing with quote unquote outside sources. Every time Steve has messaged this company or this whatever it is, they've been nothing but polite and courteous and they they are very well spoken and they speak with intent, but they've they've never said anything malicious to us like the other messages have. And then they've never done anything to try to freak us out either. And then on top of all of that, you know, I, I brought it up to Steve the other day. I'm like, you know, like you had me sold on this ARG thing, but I get to thinking and they've never really, I mean, minus the first initial phone call and response, they have never reached out to us. We've always reached out to them first and then they respond. Which kind of plays into what Tony was saying. That I'm, we're doing exactly what they want us to do. It very well could be, you know, and that if we stop talking to them, they stop talking to us. It's done. Like they don't, they don't go out of their way to get a hold of us. And they've done nothing to like, I mean, they do kind of speak openly, encryptedly, where it could draw someone in and want to keep going further and further. But like I said, if you drop the ball, they let it, they roll, they let it roll down the court. They don't pick it up. So the only time you have an engagement with them is when you first initially Yeah, engaged. we start the conversation. Yeah, we have to start it. Okay, and that's with Eagers. Yes. Yes. But there there has been other situations that you've been contacted by other other numbers. And those numbers engage you. Yes. Gotcha. And Egress repeatedly says we have no part in any other communication than what this number pertains to or if you see a badge. Other than that, it's not us. Or if you see a badge. An identification card. Yeah, yeah identification. I mean, 
I mean, what, what are we going to do? Start wearing Jewish stars around here? I mean, you know, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, listen, I mean, they're talking about a selection process and then we're talking about identification badges. I'm thinking, you know, selection process for what? Put us in camps? I mean, what are we talking about here, guys? And, you exactly. know, are we going to start putting little stickers on everybody who's been labeled as something? I mean, yeah, my mind's going a million different places right now. I'm sure it is just like ours has been the whole time. I mean, it's been confusing trying to break down from the original flyer. Like what, what purpose do you have looking at people with these types? Because it does touch into a paranormal field. And the one thing I threw at Steve and it's just a theory, but what if it's something like the Bigelow foundation that's looking into strange happenings around, you know, and they're doing it kind of covertly like this because they don't want a ton of muddied water. They don't want a ton of people clout chasing or anything like that coming in with BS stories. They want people with stories. But to what end? Because if it's a new podcast starting up or YouTube or whatever it is, you have to, you have to they'd have to get permission from everybody involved because your first requirement from this phone number is to submit leave a voicemail of something strange that you've experienced. Like I said, that you're on, we're on one roller coaster and there's like five or 10 side by yeah. side with us. And we, you don't know which one you're actually on. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. And I see what you're saying about the different roller coasters because it's like you're dealing with egress or eagers or whatever. And, then do you even know how to really pronounce that by the way i've, I've just been calling it egress that's what i've assumed because okay. i think it's the same spelling as the actual word which means to exit oh yeah oh <laughs> there's another roller coaster selection process for exiting what <sighs> and okay. and if egress doesn't have any affiliation which uh, which their claim with with Bob, with the numbers that's texting Bob, with this number that was texting Kyle, why is there all of this other misinformation trying to just muddy the water? You know what I mean? Like, what they're, why is that happening? Why are they trying to, why is someone, not necessarily Egress, trying to throw the trail off so bad? Like, are, are they doing it to embellish the story to make their, their YouTube channel go? you know, get more views or whatever the hell their, their end game is. I don't know. It's just, I don't know, man. But this is, yeah, this is where we're at. We, as much as we would love to give an answer to it all, it, we can't. And judging by the messages that we've gotten is that this story is literally only starting, but this might be where we get off. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. I mean, you just don't know. Right. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, because what it, it could sound, it sounds a little bit like maybe the possibility of, I forget which one of you said something that sparked in my head, but if, if there is an organization, let's just say Egress, and they're trying to accomplish something, what if there's another, and, and Egress, let's just call it a shadow organization, that's what it is. What if there is other shadow organizations that are aware of Egress, their intents? And they're trying to combat whatever they're trying to do <laughs> by sowing disinformation or other paths of thinking into the minds of the targets of egress. 
and is egress good or bad and that might answer the other question of, of these other organizations or maybe they're all bad and they all have their own agendas this is this is trippy this is oh, trippy yeah, absolutely because you can you could literally run a million scenarios because you could you could take it as the uh collective consciousness maybe they're tapping into that with all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world because there's that theory that the more people mass groups of people think about something the more probability that it starts to actually manifest itself so maybe that's something to do with that yeah there's so much there's like you get on this roller coaster expecting to chase down an answer and all you get is more questions because at the end of all this with all the correspondence we've had with egress over the months everything steve tries texting him one last time what is egress industries and they give them the exact same response they did in the very beginning of our correspondence. Like a copy-paste response. Yes. Yep, exactly. That was the last thing that we had got from them. Wow. 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 It's been a lot of stressful months. I can imagine. When did this all start? Um, I found the Reddit posts and the flyers in September. And we did we did the show on it. Nothing really came of it until For a couple months. Yeah, December, and then all hell broke loose. Interesting, uh, Kyle. If I were you, I'd be very angry at Steve for <laughs> starting this. <laughs> we've, we've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, uh, but my my guess it, is <laughs> <laughs> my guess as far as them like because. We found it pretty interesting whenever Steve first reached out about uh, the numbers and coordinates from when that was messaged to Bob and we, Steve texted him about it and he asked, you know, basically, do you know anything about this? And they, they started bringing up our broadcast. I'm like, well, that means that they're most likely listening to our podcast, even though they're calling it a broadcast, which is a very interesting choice of words. But Nevertheless, maybe they have it set up just like Steve has had set up where when things get posted online with our name, it gives us an alert. So maybe that's how they're keeping track of people talking about them outside the the obvious that maybe they're tapping people. But nevertheless, this could be an avenue of, that they're doing. All right. So what you're saying is basically if something is put online about them, they have something to track that being you can, mentioned. Yeah, you can get like a like a Google notification. Right. If I, somebody I, Googles you. Yeah, I have that for my name in the show so that when I know somebody's talking trash about me, I see it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Um, yeah, and, and that's something that is is worth thinking about uh, as, as a very real possibility. In fact, uh, probably about, I don't know, 30 minutes into this conversation, I started thinking about how I'm going to actually label this. You know, yeah, I don't blame I, you. I, I might, I'm because this is one, you know, little trippy for me, but also it'd be a good, I, like, I'm thinking experiment because <laughs> I was thinking about that with uh, what you guys were saying. And if I don't put your names or the podcast name in the title or in the description, and I just give a general, you know, description, let's see what happens. Oh, by the way, Go you said it. you said if you if you decided, bro, this thing's getting aired. One thing, one thing that I 
I, I listen, I'm like a freaking kid in the candy shop with this kind of stuff. I I, I could know it's going to freaking kill me. I can't help myself. Like, like, That's exactly. Like, welcome to my is. world. I yeah. have answers, man. Like like w- w- when we're done with this broadcast, uh, and I told you I was going to tell you what my business is in tech. Like when you find out what my business is Great. in Kentucky, you're going to be like, "Yo, freak! You weren't kidding, man." <laughs> so like, uh, I, I I ain't playing games. And my wife, you know, she's she's like, "I love you, but you're crazy." I I know. Like, yeah, but awesome. you have to be a few screws up top need to be a little loose to do what we do, right? So that it does. <laughs> um. Guys, this is trippy. I wrote down at some point uh, gang stalking. What are we thoughts? What are our thoughts oh, on this? Could I didn't there, think about that either. Could there be an organized gang stock stalking um, psyop going on, starting out in, on like between Reddit and posting these things, getting people to engage them, and then from there they track those people and do a gang stalking operation? It's possible. I'm not. I wouldn't throw that. I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, I don't know, like, because I, I, I flash back to the only character we've seen in this story, which is your wife seeing that guy in the vehicle. And I, I know you said, I don't know if this is related, but it is strange. Yeah. If you, if, if you disregard everything you've heard the last hour and a half and, and Kyle came on and just said that story, that's weird. It is weird. Absolutely. hundred percent. It's, it's enough for the hairs on the back of a husband's neck to stand up and go down to bread co and kind of sit there for a while. Right. You're right. Yeah. And, and so the fact that that strange event happened in the middle of all this, it's random or could it be just a random coincidence? I mean, how often of all the people that listen to my show right now, and you guys and me, how often has something like that happened in our lives? Exactly. I mean, that's rare. I mean, I granted, I'm not the friendliest looking kind of person. People tend to be a little intimidated by me, especially when I'm all geared up for work stuff. Like I, I hear it all the time. So I don't expect somebody to do such a thing to me. But my wife, she's never had something like that happen to her. And I would fair to guess that most people have not had something like that happen to them you know right yeah uh, absolutely well <laughs> a little side story lighten the mood uh when i was younger we were just married i was probably about 22 and uh we were in a turkey hill and uh she was on one side of the turkey hill i was on the other and there was these two guys in the store and uh she's in the aisle looking for something and this one guy comes up behind her and told her he goes move bitch Uh oh <laughs> and Lindsay comes walking over to me and her face is just melted i'm like what's wrong she's like nothing i'm like what's wrong and she tells me and i walk around the turkey hill and i'm like is it this guy no is it this guy no i walk up to the cash register with two guys at the cash register said are these guys and she looked at me and she looked at them and she goes no we get in the car she's like that was them I'm like <laughs> <laughs> you, you deprived me from defending your honor right yeah, I was ready absolutely. to rock you know, like, <laughs> crisis averted <laughs> yeah i mean seriously yes yeah, so, big crisis averted uh my wife very wise woman so <laughs> but um yeah i mean things like that d- typically don't happen to people so the fact that that happened in the middle of that that guy whoever that was possibly i mean i would say that it the, the odds 
probably are are higher than normal that he might have something to do with this. It's possible. Just because of the timing of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Which which means that there is a face to this now. Uh, Was she that close that she got a good look at the face? Oh, yeah. She knows. She she said, because I told her, I said, well, what I want you to do is pay extremely close attention to your surroundings. Watch for that vehicle. But more importantly, watch for that man's face. And she's like, I will not forget his face because he looks like a skinny version of one of my coworkers. She's like, I will not forget that face. And I said, good. No matter what, you see him anywhere. You turn around and either go to the most public place you can find or either just get away from him. Don't go near him. Period. The end. Stay away. Yeah. Stay away. Call me. Yeah. I mean, just just avoid it at all costs. Steve, uh, are you married? Nope. Divorced. Divorced. Uh, Do you have anybody in your life that is of significance, like a a wife or somebody that's close to you that they would try to get at? I do, actually. But she she has not uh, encountered anything uh, as to my knowledge. Good. I mean, it's good. And I'm assuming you talk to her about this stuff? Yeah. Okay, good. At least she's aware of it and stuff. Uh, you guys, uh, Steve, kids? Yes. How many? Two. Mind saying the ages? 14 and 11. 14 and 11. That's, that's a better situation than Kyle. Uh, but have you guys talked to your kids about this at all? I have not. Not really. The most I, you know, I just drill it into my kid's head. Don't go near anybody you don't know, period, the end. Don't open the door for anybody, period, the end. You only let mom and dad deal with that. Right. Uh, I, if I were you guys, I would reinforce that message. Uh, oh, yeah. More, 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 more. <laughs> well, and you I know, mean. Just so that it's fresh in their head. Yeah, and I got cameras around the house now, so. Bro, you trust those cameras? I'm like, nah, man, they're going to hack it. It's it's better than nothing. (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, No, and and that's good. I mean, I'm glad you got the cameras because then if something, God forbid, something were to get more personal, at least you have it on video as long as the video, quote unquote, worked. Yeah. Uh, Well, and there's animals and good, good. Other goodies around the house too. So, yeah. And that's another thing Do either one of you, as far as, uh, your significant others, do they carry? I know Kyle, you carry. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my wife doesn't normally carry out and about, but she knows how to defend herself. So good, good. Uh, but the, the best situation is to run. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's the best way to win a fight is just to run away. So <laughs> well, there you go. You know what I mean? Uh, but guys, man, tripped out beyond belief and uh i think there's so much to go down with this road i hope that the people listening right now i hope they thought of a million different scenarios that we didn't think about today and they contact you uh don't contact me don't contact me okay (laughs) and it's not me saying that i don't want to be involved it's me saying i'm not the person to contact i'm not getting the messages i'm not like this is happening to you guys and you guys should be getting that information to bounce back and forth with the person who's thinking of the idea. I don't want to be the middleman here because listen, I got a lot on my plate and I will forget to even message the guys and tell them what I got. Like it's so if you're listening to this and you think you have something, 
uh, contact the fellows at Hollow Sky Podcast. And uh, fellows, what is the episodes that you discuss this on? Do you know offhand? So the the original one was episode seventy four, and it's called Flyers Dreams and End of the World uh, Cult. And then the other one is episode 89, Interview and Egress Industries. Okay. It's got so a you, name at the front of that. So you, you've talked about it twice on your show. Yes, that's it. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. And uh, the audience should definitely, you heard their story today. What you want to do is you want to go back and listen to episode 74 and 89. Of course, all the other episodes, guys. I, I get it. Okay. But <laughs> uh, pertaining to this topic, uh, check out those episodes and I encourage the audience to to listen to this conversation, listen to what they talk about in those two episodes, and start thinking outside the box. This is a great thought experiment for you to take a situation that you're not part of, like like yeah, uh, but and and think about what are the possibilities. I mean, you heard several times just by the guys talking to me that I was able to present different scenarios that they hadn't thought of yet. It's very helpful for people to get other points of view of people who are not in that situation because you might think it's silly. Oh, they, they surely have thought of that. They might not have. And it'd be very important for you to share those thoughts with them. And I'm assuming you guys encourage that. Maybe not. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so check out those episodes, check out hollow sky podcast and, um, you know, give them a subscribe, uh, <laughs> <you know? laughs> leave a five-star rating or review, help them out. So there you go. <laughs> but, uh, you know, seriously, uh, check it out, friends, because it, it's something that I th- listen. This is something that I'm going to be. I, I don't. I don't think I have a choice anymore. I have to think about this more, and and I'm going to be in touch with you guys, uh, Kyle. I got your numbers, Steve. Yeah. Get the number off him, uh, Kyle. I think I give you my personal, right? Yes. Yeah. So get share numbers. I want everybody's numbers. I want to be in cool. contact with you guys about this. And uh, for the audience listening, we're going to actually do a, another segment here for the overtime. And we're going to talk about uh, some of your paranormal experiences, which uh, going into your paranormal experiences, knowing what we see going on here, I'm going to be thinking differently. Uh, <laughs> just because let, let's rewind here. One of those flyers said something. It, it was listening. Have you experienced this, that and the other? Right. right? Have you guys ever, have you guys had any experiences that were pertaining to that flyer at all? Not that I've put a lot of thought into, Thank to be honest. God. Thank God. I want to be all relaxed <laughs> this next time around. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like I literally want to just sit here and listen to ghost stories right now. <laughs> That's relaxing. So. My, mine are mostly about aliens. So <laughs> freaking A. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I see in the background, you got somebody being abducted. That's yeah. be fun. Okay. <laughs> Listen, guys, thank you so much for coming on the confessionals to share your story. Uh, this is something that I, I think was very beneficial for me, hopefully for you guys, and hopefully for the audience to, to listen in on and just understand that this world, like I say, is crazy. And if you yeah. think you got it all figured out, if you think you got a firm grasp of reality, you might want to stop listening to this show because we go into freaking the crazy because people have bananas experiences that you would think it's hard to believe. It sounds like it's out of a movie. It ain't. 
this stuff happens to people and you guys are firsthand experiencers of it. And uh, shoot, man, the fact that you have a podcast and you're experiencing it, it, it and, and what you described it sounds like it's a very firm, organized organization. And the fact that you have a podcast, I don't think is an accident that they're that they're they're in communication the way they have been. Probably not. Yeah, that was my thoughts too. Think about it this way. If I am trying to put on a psyop, I'm gonna start the ball rolling and I'm gonna start seeing what kind of fish I can reel in. And what if you guys were one of the first, if the only podcast platform that got involved? Well, we're gonna use your stage now. You know? Absolutely. And, and, and along that that line of thinking, uh, I'd be very interested to see if I don't even want to say it, but I'll say it. I, I, I'm curious to see if they, if you guys get a text about me or something, you know, it, it just, it's interesting. I, it, I'm not encouraging it. And I don't <laughs> want you guys to, to fake a text to make me feel no, I'm not no, interested. No, 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 Absolutely not. <laughs> like I'm not interested. Not I'm our just, style. It, it's just the, the thought process that I'm going through. This, this is what we do. Think outside the box. And so, um, guys, killer thank you for joining us do you thank have, you for having us absolutely before we get out of here i've mentioned several times hollow sky podcast episode 74 episode 89 and then episode one through whatever they got uh where else can people find you if they want to reach out to you what's the best way to do is it email is it ig facebook i don't encourage it but <laughs> whatever you know <laughs> yeah we're, we're pretty good about anything you can email us you can message us on any of the social medias twitter instagram uh, Facebook, we're we're pretty good about responding. So if you if you just send it our way, we'll probably find it. Awesome. And uh, you got an email or anything that you want to give out or no? Just uh, hollowskypodcast at gmail dot com. Okay. There you and go. Uh, I know you got a lot of Bigfoot followers with your community. Hop on over to our webpage and check out the story that's taken off right now. It's I've never heard about it, but it is crazy. What, what, come on, tell, tell me, um, just something, something, give me something. Uh, horse braid, horse hair braiding. Oh, yeah, dude. I've never heard about that. And it oh, just, yeah, my yeah. wife's cousin sent me pictures, the whole nine. We've got the inside story on it. And I'm like, what? I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. And so it's, where can they it's find it? It's blowing our page up. Scott, it's crazy how what, what page? Facebook? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some theorize that Bigfoot likes to get down. You know, <laughs> that's what we heard. Yeah, it's so yeah. crazy. They're, they're like, listen, I'm going to serenade you, and I'm going to give you a new hairdo when this is all done. Don't even worry about it. Right. You're look when, good. when people started sending that our way, I'm like, what in the hell is even going <laughs> right? on? Anymore? Guys, listen, it, it, it's a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon, dude. It's sure. so crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. All right, guys, let's get crazy on the next segment for the overtime. Uh, if you're if you're a member, go ahead to the overtime segment right now. It's there posted for you where we're going to get into it with the guys and their paranormal experiences. And freaking Kyle has some kind of alien stuff. And we're talking. Uh, gosh, I, I don't even know where we're going to go with it. But after this, who knows? All right. <laughs> Um, 
Well, that's the show, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, please share this show with your friends. I think this is one of the best interviews we've ever done on The Confessionals. And I hope you share it around everywhere on the internet. And if you're an internet sleuth, we're interested in hearing your thoughts and opinions as to what is going on. Please email the guys. They just dropped their email address. Please email them if you have thoughts because they are trying to put the puzzle pieces together as we speak right now. I mentioned in the earlier part of the show in the intro that I have a radio station called Rage Radio and the show that I'm going to be doing on that station is Rage Against Dystopia. If you want to know when that's going to drop because it's not going to be a podcast, it's not going to be on big tech, the only way you're going to know is three ways. One, if you follow Rage Radio on MeWe, you can also follow Rage Radio on the Telegram Messenger app or you can go ahead and text the word YUP, Y-U-P, to 844 844- 215-0819. That's text the word YUP, Y-U-P, to 844-215-0819. That will sign you up to be part of the text message community so you get direct access to me whenever I have important information like dropping the links to the shows that are coming. That's going to be right there in the text message community. And the great news is it's absolutely free for you. It costs you nothing. So I don't know why you wouldn't join the text message community unless you're just a hater, but that's okay too. So (laughs) I'm just kidding, guys. Listen, we have the overtime segment right now on the website. Go ahead and check out the other hour and a half of these guys' paranormal experiences that are jaw-dropping right there in the overtime segment on the website if you're a member. Go there now. And until next week, friends, stay safe, take care, and remember, the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off or scare you. Bye. And I look over and there's this big black dog at the front of my house. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. So I try walking up to it and because it, it looked kind of like a black lap. I mean, it was dark out. But it reminded me of a black lab, and labs are typically pretty friendly animals. Walked up to it, and it started to growl at me. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and go inside. Not, I'm not dealing with this dog. I go inside, look out the kitchen window, which is probably eight feet off the ground, and I don't see the dog out there. So I'm thinking, all right, well, it must have left. And it wasn't two seconds after that, the dog, its head was in that window. It had jumped up into the window and it like snapped at me. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Like, I've never seen anything like this. So I I just kind of brushed it off. I see the dog walk in front of the garage to around the house. I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's leaving. So this is going to show my age. I jump on MSN Messenger, start talking with my girlfriend, chatting her up, you know. And my mom's in the same room. She's sleeping on the couch. Well, all of a sudden, I start hearing pitter-patters on the roof, running across the roof. And I, you can, I mean, if my wife was here, she could finish the story for me. I'm sitting there on MSN Messenger, and I, I message her, and I say, I think somebody's trying to break into my house. And she's like, what? Are you serious? I'm like, I can hear someone running on the roof. And so I try waking my mom up. My mom's like, you're nuts. Go to bed. So I'm like, great. Now I got to deal with this myself. I hear it a couple more times and then it stops. So I'm like, whatever. You know, I'm messaging her and I'm like, you know what? This is just too stressful. I'm going to go to bed. Well, as I, I get off there, start walking down to my bedroom and I start hearing this loud banging, like boom, 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 boom. And right
right before my bedroom, there was a little offshoot of the hallway that we called the utility room. I had the washer and dryer in there, uh, a single bathroom, and then a door that led outside. And whatever it was was beating on that door. It was just going boom, 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 boom. And I stood there and looked at that door and was utterly terrified. And it seemed like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to my bedroom. Walked into my bedroom. And then all of a sudden the banging started underneath the window. Boom, 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 boom. 